I'm Jeremy Pound. I'm the author of The Bootstrapper's Guide to SEO, and you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local local Marketing for Small Business, episode 119. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 119. I am the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Weekly on Act Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you called Today's Takeaway, where you get at least one action item that you can walk away with right now to implement and grow your business. I also invite a special guest expert to help you with various aspects of business growth, various obstacles that we all stumble upon. And today's guest is a friend who, gee, she has not been on the show in over two years, I think it is. So it's long past time that she comes back. She's my go-to WordPress expert. So you don't want to miss this interview. It's 2015, and I would like to believe all of you have a website Likely that is not the case, but I choose to reject that reality and replace it with my own. So I'm going to assume you have a website. It is easy to have a website today. Have you seen the commercials on TV lately from, I think it's Wix and GoDaddy? They're battling head-to-head in commercials lately to entice you to come to them to build a quick website. In the beginning, you don't need anything more than a web address. That's the www.yourbusinessname.com part of the equation. It's also called a URL. It's an acronym. Then you need a web page for people to land on when they visit your address. They need some place to land. It really can be as simple as one page with your business name and logo, if you have one, the contact details, and the benefit that you provide potential customers. If you have nothing, this is a good place to start. Remember that people search online for the goods and the services they need. Google provides a free searchable index of every web page on the internet. That's billions and billions of pages. If a potential customer is looking for you and you don't have a website, Google has nothing to offer them and you can't be found. It's literally as if you don't exist. Let's get to today's takeaway. I promised you an action item that you could take with you now that'll help you grow your business, and here it is. I got myself a little off track just thinking about some of you still not having a website. But remember, as as my son says to me, I choose to reject that reality and replace it with my own. I love that phrase. So, Let's talk about when you have when you do have a website. All right? I'm I'm believing that you do have a website. Google indexes all of those pages so that we can search them. That's why Google's called a search engine. Though I don't have the exact percentage, you could Google it if you want to know. Uh, today somewhere between 30 and 50% of all searches that Google experiences come from a mobile device. So Google has decided It's in their best interest for the interwebs to be mobile-friendly. So on April 21st, 2015, Google is releasing, or if you're listening after that date, they released a mobile-friendly update to the search algorithm. The results of that update 
we are told will be that if your website is not mobile friendly, which means easy to navigate from a mobile device, then it will not be listed in mobile search results. That is your penalty for being mobile unfriendly. And eventually, many experts think there, there will be a uh, tie-in between your mobile friendliness and your search engine rankings on a desktop computer as well. So let me create a quick example to, to make this clear. Say you're a beauty salon with a website and your business shows up on page one of Google search results for several different keywords that people search for, like beauty salon, haircut, hairstylist, those are the kinds of things people type in to the box at Google, and your business comes up on page one. This ranking on page one has helped you drive lots of business to your salon. In this example, let's also say that your business is not mobile friendly. Not your business, your website for your business is not mobile friendly. So people cannot navigate or read the site easily from a mobile phone or tablet. After April 21st, Google will note that your site is not mobile friendly and penalize you by not listing your salon in search results when a potential customer is searching on a mobile phone. That means between 30 and 50% of the people who search for beauty salons in your area will not see your business in the results. And eventually, some believe it will impact your results on a desktop computer, knocking your business off the list of page one businesses altogether. So do you see the problem I'm outlining? My takeaway today is to go to this URL. Remember, that's an, an address. Now, it's a little long, so if you uh, can't write this down or it's a little too difficult, don't worry. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, or I'll tell you how you can search it up yourself with, with the right keywords. But here it is. It's www.google.com. So go to google.com, then forward slash webmasters, forward slash tools, forward slash mobile hyphen friendly. So it's webmasters slash tools slash mobile friendly at google.com. If, if this is too difficult, you can actually search these words, webmaster mobile friendly, and this link will come up. So go to this link and check to see how Google views your website. If you do not pass the test, they have some suggestions on the page of what steps you can take to fix it. Sometimes the fix will be relatively simple, especially, especially if you have a WordPress site. Otherwise, you can drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I'll point you in the right direction to make your website mobile friendly. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's takeaway. So please connect with me. Find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus or Pinterest or any of those social media platforms. You can usually find me by my name, Kaylin Amadio. I would love to get to know you better. I spend most of my time at Twitter, although I'm, I'm hanging out at other places too. Please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review at iTunes. Those reviews will help me get noticed and I'll be able to help other busy boomer business owners just like you uh, expand the economy by growing their business. Now it's time for a short break. And when we get back, my guest, Jan Merchandani, is here. And she's stepping to the front of the room. Stay tuned. I feel so close to you right now. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. 
You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. I'm Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I want to reintroduce you to a friend of mine. She, we were realizing before we started recording, that she hasn't been on the show since December of 2012, which I can't believe. So I want to reintroduce you to my friend Jan Merchandani. She is the principal and creative engine behind Marketing Cafe. Jan is an award-winning website designer specializing in online marketing strategy and implementation for small and mid-sized businesses as well as nonprofits. Jan marries her 20-plus, we won't say how many plus, Jan, (laughs) years of marketing experience with the technical expertise to execute online marketing strategies in the real world, which is where it really matters. Her industry expertise spans the financial sector, human resources, and executive recruiting, as well as nonprofits. She is a frequent speaker to business groups on leveraging social media and inbound marketing. She's a board member of the Advertising Club of Westchester and has previously served on the board of AAUW New York State. Marketing Cafe is a certified woman-owned business. And I can also tell you that Jan and I sometimes speak together and this coming May 1st at the State University of New York Westchester campus, there is a conference for entrepreneurs called the Grow Conference. And Jan and I are the social media speakers there. So we're going to be helping a bunch of entrepreneurs in Westchester, New York, build their businesses. Right, Jan? Yes, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It should be a double session. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. So today we're going to talk a little bit about websites. I'll, I'll tell everyone, when I started as a web designer, Jan has been a web designer for a long time. But when someone comes to me with a big web project, not a not a simple you know, five, 10 page website, you know, professional services. When it's a big website, I go to Jan. Okay. <laughs> so that tells you something. Jan is my go-to person for, for big web design. So, and I know, I already know this about you, that you like WordPress. I like WordPress. I talk about it on the podcast a lot. And we both tend to uh, arrow business owners towards WordPress. So why don't you tell a little people a little bit about what WordPress is and why you think it's good for business owners to use as their yep. platform? Yeah, we we love WordPress. WordPress yeah. actually started um, as a blogging platform back in 2003, um, but it's really quickly grown to one of the most popular content management systems available. And that's really why we love it is um, it's a content management system is really any way that a business owner um, or, or an executive can organize their content for their website and get in and make changes without having to mess around with the code. 
And that's really key for people because they don't necessarily feel comfortable getting into HTML and, and you know, looking at all that sort of foreign languagey sort of stuff. Um, but a content management system, which WordPress is, um, really lets them get in. They can add chain, uh, add pages to their website. They can, um, they can change stuff that's already on their website. Um, and, and that's really important for them to be able to continue to leverage their website to market their business. It is important. There, I've spoken with a lot of business owners over the years who, uh, you know, have these tales of lament, you know, and <laughs> woe in dealing with their, their web designers, uh, the, the firm or the individual, you know, depending. Right. And because they wanted to change a word. Right. Or they wanted to change an image, you know, what to you and I know that these are very simple things to do, but uh, some web designers will hold people hostage over stuff like that, or they've got bigger things going on and they don't want to stop and spend a half an hour or what is literally probably only 10 minutes worth of work, but it might take them a half an hour to sort through all their files and find your stuff so that they can change it. And they don't want to stop a bigger project that they're working on to make that one change for you. And that's why WordPress is so fabulous for small business owners, because you can go in and make those kinds of changes. You can tell us what the special of the month is. Right. You can change somebody's, this employee's no longer with you. You have, or they've been promoted. They have a new title. You can make those little changes yourself so easily. But here's another thing people say is they think of WordPress as a blogging platform. Right. And they'll say to you, but I want a real website. I don't want a blog. <laughs> what would you tell them? Well, you know, I, I kind of laugh because blog has, has um, you know, people sometimes think of, you know, the, the Paris Hiltons of the world and, you know, and, and a blog in that sense. And what I really encourage our clients to think about is, you know, a blog is really just a way of organizing timely content. So, you know, you use the example of when an employee gets promoted or maybe you've got a new product or service that you're launching, something like that, or just information that you want to share with your reader a blog is the perfect uh, vehicle for something like that because it allows you to organize to add content that's not necessarily sort of static content in in other words you know the about us is sort of the classic example of a static page it's background about your company doesn't really change over time too much you know you might tweak it a little bit but it's still going to stay in its current form um, a promotion, on the other hand, it's timely this month, but next month you might have other news that's going to supersede it. You don't want to get rid of the article about the promotion, but you want to be able to add something new. And that's exactly what blog posts allow you to do. And you can categorize them so that you can have you know, news about your company as one category. You can have news um, about your industry as another category so that it's really easy for your readers to to navigate and to find the content that's of interest for them. So there, there's probably an infinite amount of stuff that people could put on their website and WordPress is going to help them add more content than a static website would, because they're not going to need a designer after everything is already set and working for them necessarily if they're tech savvy. Right. Well, even you don't even really have to be tech savvy. I mean, a a good developer is going to work with you so that even if you have, you know, you were asking about like a real website, anything that you can do with a quote unquote real website, you can do with WordPress. You can create custom templates. Um, We're working on a project now with a client where, you know, we're integrating third party apps so that it happens to be a vacation rental so that people can go on her WordPress website, interact with her content, her slideshows, her videos, and still book reservations that's being done through a third-party app. The other thing that's nice about it is, you know, as you're saying, is you, you can add content. Um, you know, you, you want to be able to edit it easily without being a tech wizard, but at the same time, that content needs to be... Um, organized well so as your site grows it's still easy to navigate and that's a problem with any static website no matter whether you're making the changes or a developer is making the changes if you don't have the infrastructure to absorb that information easily you know your readers come and they're looking at a menu with you know 15 or 20 different pages on it and that's just you know that's just over one year's time or two years time 
exactly. So you had mentioned, uh, I can't remember if you called them widgets or plugins. There's, there's certain, um, you know, jargon surrounding right. Right. WordPress. And I want to make sure people have an understanding of what, of what some of that means since you brought it up. So you had mentioned that in this one particular instance, someone has a, a calendar that they're taking bookings right. for a piece of real estate. Yep. What are some of the other kinds of functionality that um, website owners might want that WordPress can accommodate? Oh my goodness. That's just, it's, it's all, it really is almost unlimited. Some of the ones that we, we use frequently is, well, one of the most popular ones that we, we really include in any project is an, is what's called an SEO plugin. And what that allows um, our clients to do is as they add this new content, it gives them an opportunity to tell the search engines specifically what that article is about. And that helps them get found by their prospective customers. So if they're talking about red widgets, you know, they can focus those keywords, um, tell, tell the search engine specifically, this article is really about red widgets and they can even really drill down beyond that. That's one that we do frequently. Um, you can add a, a calendar if you are a frequent speaker or you um, you know have uh, different workshops that maybe you're running um, you can add a calendar so that people can go on your website they can see when the next workshop is they can maybe register and pay online for that workshop um, yeah you, that paying online is an important thing you can there are there are ways that you can take payment Oh, absolutely. WordPress. We There's have, I mean, we've done multiple shops online. Um, you know, we have, we have a couple of clients that have products that they sell and you can have that whole interface built it right into your WordPress, uh, website. Or you can do, um, you can do membership sites, membership Word sites. Yeah. Exactly. Slideshows are another, uh, WordPress really, even without any additional plugins is really great to, um, be able to add photos and galleries, but there's a whole myriad of plugins that let you add it in the way that really you want, whether it's a, a carousel of rotating images, um, or, you know, whatever, you know, however you want to design it and have it look on your website, you can, you can do it that way. Yeah. Present your gallery of, right, of exactly. projects or work or, you know, your portfolio for, for right. people that, that use those kind of things. I've also found, cause I work with realtors and there are plugins that allow them to have uh, their own individual website beyond the brokerage firm that they might right. work for. And there are plugins that allow, allow them to pull in uh, listings. Yeah. Know, the, the MIS, I'm not sure that they're called MIS anymore. I think there's a new word there's a new engine for it now right but anyway the the multiple listing services um there are plugins that allow you to pull that kind of stuff in so it almost right. doesn't matter what industry you're in someone somewhere has developed the yep. plugin which is literally imagine you know you you have this map that represents your website and you can plug in you know push that yep. pin in in any given place and get some functionality out of it someone somewhere has right. developed a plugin to give you what you need. Yeah, and if the, and if it does, if by some chance it doesn't exist, you know you can create it, and that's a great thing about WordPress is you're not buying software. This is all open source, so there's no licensing fees, which blows people away because how am I not paying for this? Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, but you know you can you can hire somebody to develop exactly the plugin to do exactly the thing that you need it to do. Right, and that's not to say that some, there are some plugins that are free, right. and there are some plugins that you have to purchase, right. which is understandable. Somebody went to the trouble to sure. develop something that's going to provide you, um, you know, a service or a function that you right. want, and a lot of times it's a one-time fee, and you buy it, you plug it in, and you use it. Right. Sometimes. Like with the MLS, I was talking about a lot of them are a monthly fee, right? To provide well, that those service are also to you. you're right because those those are also it's not just the plugin; it's the subscription to that service right. that you're really paying for. Yes, that's so right. yeah, you're right. But you know, but plugins too. I think the most you know we've ever played paid for any one plugin you know is maybe a hundred dollars. Yeah, they're not. I mean, a, these these aren't huge investments typically that you're making. But you know, you're right. Some of them. When you think about the value that you're getting for that price, 
it's it's insane. Right. And a hundred dollars is expensive. I don't think I've ever bought a hundred dollar plug in. Yeah, we, we were living high in the hog yeah, for that one. That that's a really you know, that's a high end plug in if you have to it spend a hundred bucks for it. And that's like a that's a one time purchase. So this is not right. that I say this all the time. It's not rocket science. Right. Um and there are things out there that that will definitely handle whatever kind of functionality you want your right. website to have for whatever industry you happen to be in. Right. So let, let's give people some more information. Let's say we've just sold them on WordPress. They absolutely okay. have to have WordPress. What are some things they need to be concerned about? What, what, what are some rules of thumb or caveats, things to look for as they start heading down this road? Well, one of the things that they want to understand, and this is really key, is they want to understand the difference between a self-hosted WordPress application and um, a hosted WordPress application, because it's an important difference. Self-hosted means you have your own your own domain. You have um, ikalen.com or whatever your your URL is. You you have that living on serve on host. On servers, pardon me, that you are paying for. So, so you're self-hosted. That means you're really independent. Um, you're not restricted in any way by the WordPress servers. Conversely, if you are hosted through WordPress.com, it's free to host it, but then you get ikalin.wordpress.com. Right. You know, they have that. They have that in there. So it's just it looks a little. Um, you know, a little less professional. It, it's clearly not something that, you know, that you're paying for, um, which, you know, might make a difference for how you're being perceived. Um, and then also, if you are being hosted on WordPress.com, there are some limitations. There's some plugins that you can't use. You can't tweak the themes the way you can when you're self-hosted <clears throat> because the difference is when you're self-hosted, you take all those files and the database and everything, all of the information that makes up your WordPress account, and you have it. It's it's yours, and, and you have access to all of that. When you're hosted on, on WordPress, you don't. You really only have access to your information, your photos, your, um, your copy, whatever you're writing, your videos, those kinds of things. So that's really an important difference, and I do encourage people um, to, to go with a self-hosted. It just, you know... It offers you a lot more. Um, so that's really the first thing to be aware of. And then they also want to be aware of this. Oh, I mean, when I say thousands of free themes, thousands of free themes <laughs> that they can select from. And the theme is basically, you know, what does it look like? What does the page layout look like? What's the colors? What are the fonts? Those kinds of things. And not all themes are created equal. You want to make sure that not only does the sample look good, but what's your content going to look like? as you start to add it because it may have more bells and whistles in the example but you don't really need all of those bells and whistles so yours sort of looks empty as you start to add your own content and then some are just made you know the code isn't as as clean and there's other technical issues that you know for for the average person it might not necessarily they might not even notice it but you do want to make sure that you're getting a theme from a reputable source yeah, that that's a very good point because um, I've run across themes. You know, they look beautiful when you're looking at a, a demo, right? And then when you get your hands on it, it's it's way too complicated, right? Or it won't do all the things that you thought it would unless you go buy additional modules or right. plugins or stuff like that. So right. yeah, there are there are some things to to worry about. You've brought up another uh, point actually in, in this explanation that I know confuses people and it's the wordpress.com versus wordpress.org. <laughs> so why don't you explain you know, the difference between those two? Cause you've, you've mentioned word. If I hosted at WordPress, I would be ikalen.wordpress.com. Right. But now people are going to get a little confused between the two. Well, the WordPress.com, it, and it confuses me. I always have to kind of stop and think about it because me it's too. actually the inverse of what you might think that it would be. Right. The .com is the hosted version. It's the free, you're on their servers. And that .com is what confuses me because .com is usually a business mm -hmm. URL. Mm -hmm. 
in this case, it's actually the free URL that you're getting when you're hosting on their servers. The .org is the open source information. They have what's called a codex. And again, I apologize for the jargon, but the codex is basically, a lot of people are kind of familiar with a wiki page or Wikipedia. The codex is very similar. It's all of the information about using and building a WordPress website. And it, that's really all it is. You can get the WordPress files. You can download your free version of WordPress from wordpress.org. Um, if you have a question about anything WordPress related, you can go on the wordpress.org and you can search it and it has a forum of users and there, people will, I'm constantly blown away with how generous people are with their time and their expertise. And I'm sure you've had the same experience where you're like, you know, there's got to be a way to do this. I can't figure it out. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the Oracle <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, going to get yeah. the answer. And sure enough, you go and either somebody's already asked it and somebody else has answered it, or you post the question and somebody, you know, gives you suggestions about how to tackle it. And that's what the .org is. Right. So the way I describe it to people is WordPress is like a, a framework. It's a structure. Right. Like if you were building a building, it's it's all those, the I-beams, you know, it's the steel and the wood, and it's creating the structure, and the structure is the same for everybody, and that's what you can get over at WordPress.org. They let you have all that right. for free, and it, it's pretty extensive, but that's what you're getting. Right. And then the theme is the skin that you're putting on the outside of that structure. Right. And at, at, literally at the click of a mouse, you can change that skin. It's right. like playing a, a video game. Yeah. You, know, you can decide, oh, I you know, I want it to be pink today. Right. I want it to be blue tomorrow. You can you can just change the way it looks by changing that skin. Right. That's what a theme is. It's yeah. This. And you can almost think about it. You you've given me, you know, this idea of sort of um, anybody who's ever built IKEA furniture. Mm, right. <laughs> you know, you have the, you know, the IKEA, you know, file cabinet, but the door selection that you, you know, that the 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 framework you know, the WordPress.com, the files and everything, the database is the, is the framework for your file cabinet. But what you choose for the door, what the front of it looks like is the, is the door that you select when you go to Ikea. You know, you can have the blue one or the, the laminate one or, you know, whatever other one you want. And then you can change those out. Right, exactly. And, and it's very easy to change them out. But just because you can change them doesn't mean your information Will, right. will be represented in the same way because right. the, the themes are, they're all going to be unique right. uh, to an extent and your content, it doesn't go anywhere. Your content right. doesn't go away. You don't lose it because you say, I want to see what this theme looks like. And right. you click a button, so right. don't panic if if you do that on your own website. But your information will, will be shown in a different way. Right theme by theme. So right. the menu might look differently. Right. The sidebar might go from the right side to the left side. Um, you know, the, the image and the header might change, um, you know, all of those things. And so it, and you know, it's kind of fun when you, you know, if you're a geek like I am, yeah, and like me, <laughs> you know, yeah. you can go in and, and like you say, you just change You know, if you think about, I don't know if anybody else has a Wii or an Xbox and you go in and you start to create your character. I mean, my yeah. kids will play for an hour just doing that. And, and yes. I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> right. Putting the character <laughs> the together for people, for people who have never played video. And I'm not a huge video game player, but you know, I've watched my kids do it, but you get to create your character yeah. before you walk through the world of this video game. And you have lots of choices. It's a yeah. little bit of the chi you know, the Chinese menu, one from yeah. column A and two from column B. And, you know, yeah. you can you can sort of put it all together. So Jan and I would be able to talk about this forever because you can tell we're both we're both <laughs> geeks and we love this. But I want to take a quick break. If you can hold on, Jan, I have a few more questions for you, sure. but I want to take a quick break for everyone. Is that all right? Yep. Good. You are listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, with my guest today and friend, Jan Marchinani. We will be back with more real press in just a minute. Act Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back.
Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, Jan Merchandani. She is the creative engine behind Marketing Cafe here in Westchester, New York, which is where we're both located. So Jan is also a personal friend of mine. And I want to make sure everyone knows Jan and I will be speaking at the GROW Conference, which is sponsored by SUNY Westchester, State University of New York at Westchester. They have a conference every year for entrepreneurs in the area. And Jan and I will be speaking about social media to grow your business. That's May 1st. So if you are in the area, absolutely sign up to come to uh, the GROW Conference. It's very inexpensive. I don't remember what the cost is, but it's it's quite inexpensive and completely worth it because you get a lot oh, of definitely. Um, yeah you get a lot of um, established business owners who come in and talk about all all levels and all aspects of business ownership uh, so entrepreneurs can have a, a leg up and it's a it's a wonderful thing that they're they're doing over there at SUNY so Jan and I were talking about WordPress because we we both love WordPress and Jan is a a queen of <laughs> of web design i go to jan when i have trouble so that should tell you something um and we were talking about wordpress and you know how wordpress works a little bit and themes so talk to me about what's a template because we were talking about themes but what's a template okay so the theme is what it, it what it looks like sort of the the skin as we as we say the template is really the if you think of legos and in building with Legos, you have, you know, the long Lego maybe across the top, that's your header, and then you have the content underneath, and it's it's how all of these pieces are put together so that your information is laid out in a way that makes sense um, for the information and obviously for your readers who are consuming that information. So let's take a typical contact page as an example. You know, you have the header across the top with your logo and some contact information, a menu maybe underneath that. And then below that, for a contact page, you don't necessarily need to have the sidebar with all of the links to your blogs, blog posts and so forth. So maybe on this particular template, it's full width and you just have a contact form, a phone number and a mailing address. And then underneath that, you have the footer, you just typical footer information. Right. But think then about when you're reading a blog post where you've got the same header, but then underneath that header, you've got the content maybe on the left-hand side. And then on the right-hand side, you have a column of information that might be, um, you know, sign up for our newsletter. It could be a, a form. It could be underneath that. Um, you know, recent blogs, so you might have like five of the most recent articles, and then underneath that, you know, search our categories or something like that, and then below that is the footer. So you've got two pages, same website, same header, same footer, 
but the templates are different and how they're pulling in that information and what's available on the page is different. So it really gives you a lot of flexibility. People with older website might, you know, might be familiar with all of my pages are laid out the same exact way, the same sidebar on every single page, or I don't have a sidebar option. They've only got that one layout. Having multiple templates, which is um, one of the advantages of WordPress, allows you to have you know many different layouts depending on the needs of the, that particular page. Right. That that's a good point. I hadn't I hadn't thought about pointing that out before, but I guess I take it for granted because <laughs> I use WordPress. But that's true. Uh, every page does not have to be the same. There are options, and that makes sense depending on on how you want to present your content, which is what Jan was talking about earlier in the interview is figuring out what's all the information I need to present right. online, what's the best way to organize it, and it might be different category by category. Right, right. I mean, we've worked with we've worked with clients. In fact, we have uh, one nonprofit here in, in the area that we've worked with that had a lot of different needs for different templates, you know, whether they were talking about um, a particular fundraising event, the sidebar was, you know, had one set of information. If they're talking about, you know, if they're speaking specifically to donors, you know, the sidebar had still had that same sidebar, same header, same content with a sidebar on the right, but what was in the sidebar was different. So you can create really as many different templates as you need. Um, you know, depending on, you know, what information is going to be most relevant for the readers on that particular page. Right. So when you get a, a theme from a developer, and as we said, there are tens of thousands of free themes, but there are also themes that you can buy. Do these themes typically come with more than one template? The tip, WordPress has certain templates built in, so you're going to have a, um, and it's going to vary by theme, but for the most part, you're going to have um, a page template, you're going to have what's called a post template for like a blog post, and that will have the sidebar in them. They may or may not have different options for the page templates, so maybe one that's a full width, one that has, has a sidebar that you can add different widgets, again, you know, a little bit more jargon, but, you know, different options in terms of the information that you want to feed to that particular sidebar. Um, and then they'll have templates for, you know, if somebody's looking for a specific press release that maybe you issued and they go into your press release blog category, they're going to see a list of all of those articles. That's another template, that, that index of, of articles by content. That's another template. Mm -hmm. um, so those are ones that typically come. Yeah, um, sometimes the home page is a unique template on certain correct. themes. Right, right, exactly. So what's, and one of the things that we do a lot, actually, and, and um, people are certainly free to do this, is, you know, you take a free theme or a low-cost theme that you, that you buy and say, you know what, this gives me... 80% of what I need. All I need is one template for the specific use. So you take that free theme and you create a template for that one specific use. Mm -hmm. So that's so you're not starting from ground zero. You're really starting at 80% or 90% of what you've got of what you need. Right. So right out of the box, WordPress is fairly usable. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, some people will, will call me and say, you know what, I, I know I need a web, uh, a WordPress or I need a website of some sort. And all I need is, and you probably get these two, all I need is um, if somebody's really just looking for a really basic website and they're reasonably comfortable on the computer, I tell them just to go straight to WordPress and, and you know, kind of tool around and, and take a look at it. And a lot of times they will be able to install it and get up and running on their own really without any additional technical support. Right. And then there's always the option that as they, they've done it themselves, right. they've got things up and running, but they realize I have this one type of content and right. it doesn't look good in yeah. my website the way it is. You can go to someone like Jan and say, okay, because now you're armed with the jargon. Right. I need another template for this particular thing that I do. I do live yep. events, and I need a template that allows me to show A, B, and C type yeah. content, and that's not part of my theme. Can you make me that? 
Yep. Yeah. And she can. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, people will say, you know what, they'll, they'll go in, they'll get exactly what they need. They're up and they're running and the website will do just fine for them for a year or two. But now their business is growing and they're, you know, say, you know what, I, I want to brand it a little bit more tightly to to my logo and to, to the actual brand that we're now um, presenting. And so you can always, going back to what you were saying before, you can now reskin it. You don't have to recreate the wheel because the content is already there, the page structure, the infrastructure is already there, um, but you can either tweak the theme that you have or create a new theme and then just apply that new theme. Right. And in, in tweaking the theme that you have, remember there are there are always options to go to a graphic designer and yeah. and have them look at what you've got. They can, uh, with the help of, e either they can do it on their own or with the help of someone like Jan, can get the parameters of the images that are already on the site, you know, what size are they, uh, things of that nature, and then they can take those as sort of templates and recreate you better branded right. uh, images and backgrounds and things like that and right. then and have those put back into the theme. Yep. Um, so there there are a lot of options with, with WordPress. Have, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever worked with Drupal? Um, we have not. Um, Drupal and Joomla is another one um, that people might hear about. Um, you know, I think those are sort of more, you know, I can't speak from personal experience. I can tell you we get calls from people who have had a Drupal or a Joomla site built and like, you know, say, I can't figure it out. Like right. it's meant to be a content management system also, um, but you're really creating everything more from scratch. Right. And, and I agree. I've had a client that had a Drupal website and I'll tell you, I can't stand it because I'm not a, a developer by right. nature, right? I want, uh, I want a jumping off point. So I want something built to a point so that right. I can then jump off and tweak it and change it and, and make it my own. But I don't want to start from a blank slate. I don't want yeah. nothing there. And yeah. have to start building everything on my own. And that's what Drupal. Yeah. I, I, I'm not I, that familiar with Joomla. But then somebody else has built it in whatever manner made sense to them right. in terms of its structure. So it's going to be different from website to website. Right. Um, um, and it has the kinds of things. It has modules that plug yeah. in. But but still, it's really something that de real developers love because they have control from everything. the ground up yeah. over everything. Um so if that appeals to you, right, that's great, and you can look at Drupal, right. But if that sounds like it does to me, oy, <laughs> way too much work, right, right. Give me some sort of structure I can have a jumping off point from. Then WordPress is a, a yeah. great place to go. I mean, I if you have a lot of really very specific custom needs, um, you know, maybe it, it may make sense to go in that direction. But you're right. I mean, it's it's being built. Um, by programmers who, you know, we love, um, but they certainly don't think like, you know, an average mere mortal. Right. Um, they don't you think know. like small business owners and they certainly right. don't think like marketers. Right. Exactly. And it's important so. because your website is not a billboard. It's a place where people go and you want them to take an action. Right. It's not just about looking great. I mean, exactly. we all want to look great. But at the end of the day, you have a website because you want people to find out more information from you and take an action, like pick up the phone or drive right. to the store or buy your stuff, yep. whatever it is. Right, exactly. And that's where I find WordPress is more user-friendly for the small business owner from that point of view. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, really, that, that's really important. And, you know, I had mentioned before, you know, when you're working with a developer, one of the things that they really should be spending some time on is thinking about, Two, two things really need to always be front of mind is how easy is it, number one, for the user, so your particular, your, your target audience, people who are coming to your website, can they e easily get to the information that they're looking for, yeah, number right. one? Right, what's their experience going to be? Right, exactly. So what's the end user experience? But then also, number two, what is the the back end user experience? So for the business owner, 
how easy is it for them to get in to make changes and update and, and add articles and things like that? Those both need to be almost intuitive. People need to be able to go in and do that without even really thinking about it. That's a great word. Intuitive is the right word because I found in the one Drupal, it's only one site, one Drupal right. site I've ever worked on for about a year or so, it was not intuitive. And I found every time I had to go back into it, I was hunting. Yeah. And I was uh, testing and I was playing around to try yeah. to figure out what's it going to do next with this right. piece of information I'm giving it because there was nothing intuitive about it. And that goes back to whoever built it, it made sense to them. Right. But me as the end user, it didn't make sense to me on the inside. Right. Yeah. So those are things to, to really be aware of. Jan, I could talk to you all day about geeky <laughs> stuff, and we'll get to do that on May 1st, SUNY Westchester right. Grove Conference. But tell people how they can get in touch with you. Um, they can check out our website, which is, of course, a WordPress website at westchestermarketingcafe.com. Um, and I'd love to hear from them on the phone at 914-806-7720. Perfect. And if you happen to be on the treadmill, which I would love if you're on the treadmill, or if you're in your car driving, which I don't love as much. It's terrible weather out here in the, in the Northeast lately with all the snow. But you can't write those things down. Never fear. You can always come back to actlocalmarketing.com. Search up Jan uh, with two N's, J-A-N-N, -N, or search up Marketing Cafe. Either of those will bring you to this particular episode, and you can get this information uh, without causing an accident or falling off your treadmill. All right? Jan, is that everything we need to tell people today? Well, as you say, we could talk for so much more, but that should give them a good uh, orientation to WordPress. <laughs> there you go. I agree. And it's true. She and I could geek out on this all day. And there are times that we have. Definitely. But we are going to respect your time and we're going to let you go. You have been listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, where every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, I release a new episode with someone wonderful like Jan Marchandani of Westchester Marketing Cafe that can help you learn some more things about running your small business that maybe you did not know before so that you can take at least one step closer to prosperity, which is what I want for you. So until next time, please take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.